0: Now let's get to work. Good morning and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. I do not talk about today's topic a whole lot, so hopefully it's a treat for you to learn about my first company, which honestly, I think I kind of blacked out that entire part of my life because it was a very... It was a very difficult time. I was working full time. I had a baby. I think he was about six months old. And by the way, we had that baby in a one bedroom condo with partial walls. You can tell that we really planned to have a baby. Real rough because you can't close the door if they're crying or doing anything like that. We had two dogs and then we thought it was a good idea to start a business. It actually was not my idea. My ex-husband at the time, said that he wanted to go back to school for entrepreneurship because he was so interested in it and I supported him in that. Well, then he ended up changing his mind and he came home one day and the conversation in my mind, from what I remember, went like this. He was like, I want to start a company instead of getting another degree and then I'll learn while doing it. And I was like, hmm, okay, you know, that might make sense. I found these cookies on Craigslist and we could make a business out of it. And I was like, wait, what? You found cookies on Craigslist? And then he planned this very well because he was like, and here are the samples that I ordered. And of course, I'm not passing up a cookie. So I tried them and they were extremely delicious. These recipes, it turns out, were actually owned by a woman who had a restaurant in Buffalo, New York. And she was selling the restaurant, but not the cookies because she always kind of thought that there could have been a business made around the cookies, but she couldn't figure it out or she couldn't get it off the ground. So Derek, my ex-husband, flew out to New York and learned how to make them, worked with her. We paid her a few thousand dollars for the recipes. And this kind of start that she had to the business, she had a name, Sweet Monkey's, With monkeys with two E's, which is definitely not something that I would have done. But alas, here we are. And a logo that was like cute, this monkey with giant eyes that her son had made. And just like the start that she had to accompany. So I'm just going to interrupt this story as I go to share my lessons. Lesson number one is we probably should have thought about and researched a little bit more before we were like, yeah, let's start a company. Being in the food business is not easy and it requires a lot of time. You have to do a lot of research. You have to get a bazillion random licenses for who knows what. And we had no idea about any of that. Not only did we not know what was required, we didn't know how to do it. So lesson number one is take the time that you need to make big decisions. And starting a company is a much bigger decision than I guess we acted like it was at the time. So anyway, he got home from New York and we got to work. I remember we were on vacation in like... I don't know, New Mexico randomly. I don't even know why we're there. I remember sitting in this Airbnb designing labels in Microsoft Word. No joke. I didn't know how to design, but I did know how to use Word art and sending them to VistaPrint to get printed and buying the packaging off of Uline. And I'm telling you that to this day, 13 years later, I still get those freaking gigantic catalogs. How like how do you stop them? If one thing If I get one thing out of recording this podcast and someone DMs me and tells me how to stop getting Uline catalogs, I will be thrilled. And then we went to try to sell them to grocery stores. The stores had a lot of questions that I could not answer. I remember getting up and pitching in front of this local grocery store that has like six different stores and all of their executives were sitting there asking me questions like, what's their shelf life? What are the competitive products? Who exactly are they for? And I kind of just learned as I went. And by the way, it was terrifying to be pitching these as a brand new entrant into the food industry. We also realized that these stores would only buy a small amount of the cookies at a time. So I'm not saying like 50 bags. I'm saying like 12 to 20 bags. And then we had to actually go there and hand out samples in order to sell them. I ended up hiring my brother as the demo guy to go and hand out these cookies. And one, I don't think he even really liked them that much. They were vegan. He thought being vegan was dumb. You know, when you go vegetarian or vegan and your whole family's like, what, why? You don't want meat? Anyway, I ended up firing him, and that was rough. Here's lesson number two, actually. Think hard before you go into business with family. I cannot tell you the stress that two businesses brought into my last marriage, and my brother and I were horrid so bad at working together just like we were terrible roommates in college just like we always fought as kids we are just not meant to be in that close of proximity ryan my husband actually works in Excelity kind of but we keep the business to certain parameters we don't talk about business 24 7 and we don't work together super closely honestly he's more our cfo as a favor to me than he is the an employee of the company and we are working on putting kind of some structure into the business where he would be working with someone else on the financials and i think that's for the best like it's awesome that he has the skill set and i trust him i know that he's always going to follow through and manage our money appropriately. And at the same time, we don't need to bring squabbling about business into our relationship. Okay, so I need to back up for a second because I didn't talk about the part of producing the cookies. We actually had to make the cookies in a licensed facility. Well, of course you do, but I didn't know that. And that was a hurdle. So not only did we have to find space to rent during off hours, We made the cookies in a wedding cake bakery called Eat Cake at night when they weren't operating, but we had to get licensed with the city. We had to get a blessing from the alderman. Who knew and why? I still don't know to this day. We really had no idea how to do any of this, but we figured it out. And eventually, I found someone to make and pack the cookies for us. Shout out to Sima's Bakery. They are amazing. And then eventually, they distributed them alongside their bakery items, which was awesome. Before we had distribution, you better believe that I was driving a couple hours all over Wisconsin to drop off small cookie orders and the profit on those bags of cookies probably wasn't even worth the gas to get there, let alone the time that I was spending to do it. But, you know, we had to get them distributed somehow. Lesson number three here is know your money. Understand your margins, calculate your break even, make sure that your products are priced appropriately we definitely priced in a way that was appropriate for the market, but because we couldn't buy in bulk from some of the bigger vendors, we weren't making much on the product itself. I always kind of thought that we should just keep going and look for new solutions for oats and peanut butter and you know everything that went into the cookies, but it's really freaking hard. Actually, if this is something you're experiencing, Erica Rankin from Brodo talks about this on LinkedIn, and I swear her posts give me flashbacks to this time in my my life all the time. And her business seems to be going much better than mine ever did. So props to her. I'm really happy for her. Okay. So eventually we ended up getting the cookies into... I, it was 10 or more grocery stores. I can't remember if it was like 10 or 11. And we were selling at farmer's markets on the weekend with Ari, my son, who is now 12 in tow. He was a toddler at the time. He's running around asking people to buy cookies, trying to fill up the iced tea that we were sending. He's probably the only reason that we made any money. And by the end of the second year, I was starting Excelity. So that was 10 years ago. And I was just ready to be done with the cookies because frankly, it was just hard. Selling cookies for $5 a bag, you have to sell a lot of them in order to make money. It is honestly almost easier to sell a professional services package that's $100,000. It takes a lot of time. However, you know, the time that you put in results in, I don't know, tens of thousands of dollars of profit. To get tens of thousands of dollars of profit selling cookies for $5 a bag, it's just a lot more work. Okay, the final lesson, number four. The biggest thing that the cookie business taught me is just how to work hard and just how to figure things out. Everything is figure outable. And if you have the willingness to try and to work hard and to research and know what you don't know, then I think you can do it. It made it so much easier to start Excelity, my marketing agency, because I was already in the mindset that this is gonna be hard. I'm gonna have to bust my butt. I'm gonna have to figure out a lot of things as I go, and that's okay because no one really starts a company knowing everything. And it's okay to not know everything. At the end of the day, I am so glad that I had this cookie experience. And frankly, I'm probably missing like tons of different parts of the story. Maybe I'll do another episode when I remember all of that and dig it out of the archives of my mind. But it it was not a perfect experience. It was not the most profitable experience by any means, but it did give me some cash to start Excelity and a whole lot of experience and lessons. And at the end of the day, I wouldn't change a thing. I think that regrets are... Pointless, honestly. And that might sound kind of callous, but there's no point in regretting anything because we can only do the best that we know how with the information that we have at that time. And you can always go back and mend relationships and, you know, change your behavior and make different decisions in the future, but you can't go back. So, regrets to me, there are none. And I just look at everything as a lesson for what's to come in the future. All right. If you enjoyed this episode today, you liked the stories, you got a few lessons out of it, please share it on social or share it with just one person that you think would enjoy this podcast. Thank you. And I'll talk to you next time.